You're listening to El Yoshi Did It Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi and Lalit Arvani. Hey everyone, I'm in, where the heck am I, Ernie? What part of LA is this? Palms, okay. I'm in Palms at Ernie's residence with uh, Lilith, of course, and um, <coughs> Eugene's here too. Anyway, I'm here with my very good close friend. Um, <laughs> Eugene just gets headphones, you yeah. guys, just so you know. <laughs> no <laughs> microphone. Only one Asian, that, one, only one Asian guy at a time. <laughs> Just, just know you still look smarter, Eugene. Yeah, glasses. You, look, you got the, the glasses. glasses. Do it for you. There's the before and after <laughs> picture. <laughs> so I'm here with my friend Cherry Ferretti, and um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad she's back. Um, I am she's, too. She um, <laughs> she moved to Texas, and um, I have no idea why. <laughs> I do. Fi- I do find Texas very interesting, but I think you you strike more like um, California girl, and mm-hmm. I, I really missed uh, miss you when you move. And we'll get in detail, and uh, I want everyone to be patient because this is um, very important podcast episode. And uh, she's back in California. She she was kind enough to do uh, my um, dumb our dumb podcast <laughs> after what thirty hours? Um, how many hours are traveling today? Uh, God, I left my house at seven this morning, central time, so five o'clock here. Yeah, so, so you've been traveling and, and, and you finally had a meal. I finally had a meal at like eight o'clock tonight here. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I really appreciate it because I know you're very busy next week or so. So no she's, um, um, I mean, um, you know, I work in adult business, so she's in adult business. She's coming back to work first time in three years. Three years. And I guess you're going to meet with Larry Flint tomorrow, or when are you meeting? Monday, I think. Monday. I can't remember. Okay, so you know she she she's back in the business. She disappeared. I was very concerned for her, and uh, I find out later why. Why? Um, but uh, before we get to that important part later on, and um, I, I, I want to get to know more about you. So, um, and you, you know, pretty li- much know everything. I, I know everything, but. <laughs> The listeners know, and I want to surprise Lily too because I'm curious about her opinion, and I, I I didn't want her to know too much. It's better to get a natural. I did Google you. You Google so me. I know a I'm bit. so sorry yeah. for what you saw. No, I saw good stuff. <laughs> okay, you have nice breasts. I, you should see them now. They're like three sizes bigger. Nice. Yes. It's I, phenomenal. I got I guess a free that's what Ernie's job. saying by his you got sparkling a free, How'd eyes. you get a free boob job? I had two kids. Okay, see, that's my plan. So that's good to know. Yeah. I feel like I'll have boobs when I have kids. Well, my friend... Like a delayed puberty thing. My friend lost boobs during pregnancy. Well, I, oh. Yeah. Wait, that, that happens? Apparently. I, Did I, she have big boobs to begin with? Kind of. Oh, see, I don't. So oh. there, There's not much I can lose. Yeah. I can only gain. It, you can do it. I, I, I have faith in you. Thank I, you. Thank you. I didn't know when you give birth that you the breast can go smaller. I didn't know that. Is that, well, a, is that a common knowledge? Well, like she breastfed. It happened. She breastfed for yeah. a year. And yeah, I mean, let's be honest. If you're in Somalia or uh, Ethiopia, and I'm sure you you lose your breath for many <laughs> other reasons, but 
I didn't know that. Yeah. That just it happened. Everyone's body camera sees different. Right. Did you breastfeed? I did both of them. For how long? Uh, the first one for five months until I got pregnant with the second, and then I nursed the second until about two weeks ago. I see. So how old is the second one? Uh, she's eight months now. Oh, congratulations! And she started walking. Good for and her. Yeah, she's walking. I know it's driving me crazy. Cool. <laughs> well, good for you for breastfeeding. Yeah, I tried. By the way, yeah, I tried. Awesome. So much <laughs> to learn. I know, mom. <laughs> so where do you want to start, Yoshi? Well, let, let me give description. Because I have questions for you too. Okay. Cherry, you're, <laughs> you're about five it. foot four. Four and a half. Five and four <laughs> and a half. Give me the Burnett, extra half. Beautiful face, beautiful body, and you have um, glasses. And I, I think glasses. I think what people most people don't know is that you're an extremely smart girl. You you're an accounting major. Yes. And. Um, you really didn't have to get into adult business. You could have Mm-mm. easily been mm-hmm. CPA and all that I stuff. I could have, but yeah. I didn't want to. <laughs> right. Why didn't you want to? I mean, it's just not as fun as fucking on camera. I mean, <laughs> that's... But what, where's the shift? Where does your brain go? Like, what made it go from, like, I'm studying accounting and I, I could get a really good job making money and then, or I'd rather fuck... Well, my dad's a CPA uh-huh. and I worked for his firm since I was 14. Mm-hmm. And so I did accounting classes in high school and stuff. But when I was 14, I also figured out that I liked women. Um, and I yeah. said... Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> illegally downloaded stuff on the internet um when i was a kid you know um and saw some videos of miss chasey lane Mm -hmm. and when i saw her perform i was like that's what i want to do um so i worked at 14 at 14 wow okay so um when i became 18 i started my own website what why 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 chasey lane i don't know i just liked her a lot like her persona just how lively she was what was it about her that made you want to emulate her her lifestyle and her profession? Just and she seemed like she was having so much fun. Like she really liked sex, and I I really did too at that point. For I those, mean, I still do. But for those of you who don't have time or inclination, look her up. She's an extremely beautiful girl, and she was She's one gorgeous. time vivid girl, and she was also in a movie with Ray Allen. Uh, she, he got what's that? The game? basketball player. He got game. Um, Spike Lee movie. Yeah, there's a scene where Ray Allen's character is recruited by a top college, and um, the recruiter sent two hookers. One of them have to be chasing line. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I like her a lot, but I, 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 she has substance issue, and then I think yeah. last time I remember she was kind of fucked up. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of videos out on YouTube of her being like pretty messed up before shoots. And, you know, that's a big thing. And in the industry is you can't be under the influence of anything if you're shooting, you know. But, do they monitor that with drug tests? or Well, they don't monitor it, but gauging. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you seem like you're out of it, they're not going to shoot you because fans will pick up on that, too. There's a famous clip in YouTube where she's in bathroom for hours and hours mm-hmm. at a time and she's fighting the producer and. It's very. I I met her a couple of times. She's a very nice girl. How, but um, why did they put that on YouTube? It's like, did someone try to ruin her reputation by putting that on YouTube, or why is that, that video uh, on YouTube I with think, her? I think, I, honestly, I think the producer did it just to show people because she was probably going around bad mouthing him for not shooting her. Okay, and he wanted proof. You yeah, know, I see. It could be a cautionary tale, but um, um, you know it. I can't imagine being a woman and 
constantly worry about what you look like this because this is something that you guys all deal with whether you admit it or not mm-hmm. you know you have to worry and just imagine so you're a young gal you have to worry about what you look like because you're constantly getting judged by men mm-hmm. but worst of all you're getting judged by other women let's oh, be yeah. honest right more so than the men for sure <laughs> So More critically by other women. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be. I think women are pretty vicious when it comes to yeah, criticizing other women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not only are you are you getting you're getting judged by what you look like, you're also getting judged the way you fuck. So, I mean, I, I like I said, I have a lot of respect for women in porn because guys, we're just a bunch of furniture. So we're pretty useless. It's all about women, unless you're doing gay porn. That that's the only <laughs> exception to the rule. But um, so it's really tough. I can't even imagine being judged by what you look like, how your fu- body's functioning, how you're fucking, and things like that. And you know, you've been to those conventions. Oh, yeah. Some of these guys will say stuff like, "Oh, I thought your boobs are bigger," or you know what I mean. Like I never had that happen. Well, okay, not you. I mean, no, I've seen it happen, but not to me personally. I mean, how many conventions have you done? How many years at AVN? Oh, gosh, um, I did AVN like three years, and then any bad experience no i had a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) i had too much fun honestly um i I mean i I was i was the only girl that's ever been able to walk into the avian awards wearing blue jeans chucks Mm -hmm. and a white t-shirt everyone else is in these like thousand dollar dresses and i walked in like that and nobody said anything they're like ah that's just cherry you know because so I mean, <laughs> Lily, yeah. you know, she's an attractive girl, but she doesn't look like a porno girl. You know what I'm saying here? Well, I don't she, have she much makeup on right now. <laughs> when, by, well, I think you should define that. By that, you mean like some, a girl who walks around dressed very provocatively, provocatively where someone would assume yeah. or want to assume she does that for a living. Right. And no, you definitely don't dress like that. And you Mm-mm. are very <laughs> normal and, and healthy looking. And, and That's the thing, because she yeah. doesn't do any drugs. Yeah. Anymore. And, and, um, <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. Oh, we have so much to get into. Can we get back to where, um, so you were 14 and you were watching yeah. these videos and you got into it and you're like, I want to have sex with women. and Pretty uh, much. I want to do it on camera. Yeah. And then when I was 18, I started my own website and started doing cam shows. At the time, you are in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So what was that like? Because Texas is not really known for porn hub. No. So what was that like doing it in Texas? I mean, I did it myself at home, so it wasn't a big deal. But there was a company based out in Austin that was shooting. Um, when, you, when you say you did it on your own, you, you set up the website? Yeah, and I, I built my own website. I shot my own content. And, and you were able to receive payments for it? Mm-hmm. You did everything? Yeah, yeah I did so everything. You, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I went to school for accounting, so I know how to do business. Yeah. <laughs> So you knew how to run your own business. That's awesome. Exactly. What did you grow up religious? <laughs> That's a funny story. Um, sort of. Do tell. <laughs> um, I grew up in a Lutheran household. Um, my dad was Catholic, but converted for my mom, and I actually got us kicked out of the Lutheran church. When I, I remember was this. 11. Can you? Eleven. Can you? <laughs> when you were eleven, you were a little troublemaker. Yeah. That's awesome. What'd you do? Yeah. I started questioning stuff, and I got in trouble. I can't remember exactly what it was. I started questioning, but you know, so who did you question? Um, Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean like in the church. Um. Well, I obviously mean, it was Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> She's Jesus. not a Jew. <laughs> I'm not a Jew. I, I would be a terrible Jew. But you did major in accounting, right? So that's a Jewish kind of thing. That is no? kind of Jew. <laughs> Maybe I would make a good I Jew. I kid. I don't have the nose. 
<laughs> but do you, I'm do, you terrible. do you remember the spirit of conversation? You don't have to give me detail, but what were you questioning? Well, like? they they uh, I think we were in Bible study and um I went to school at the Lutheran preschool and stuff. And mm-hmm. then every Wednesday I would do uh logos, which is like Lutheran whatever. I don't even remember. And so they made me after school go to Lutheran school. Right. And the teacher was saying something, and I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. Right. And so she sent me to the pastor's office, and (coughs) that's basically when my parents decided to stop going to church because I embarrassed them so bad with my questions. Where where in Texas again? Sorry. Um, Houston. Houston, okay. Yeah, right outside of Houston. Wow, so they decided not to go to to church. They haven't been since I was 11. Are they do they are they still religious? But my they mom, just don't go to church? My mom says she is, but she's I can't even remember the last time she went to church. Like she's all about, oh Jesus this and Jesus that and Noah's Ark really happened, but I can't even remember the last time she went to church. I wow. mean you could be still religious, not go to religious institution. Yeah, that's true. I mean she was raised pretty strict Lutheran, you know, mm-hmm. I mean where she was from. It was pretty common out there. So, so you cut your ties early. Good for you. Pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I was like, okay, this is stupid. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just glad that the, your parents supported you. you Mostly. Know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> supported you in doing porn? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, no, the, well, the movement. That, 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 that church, Away from the church. church people yeah. are giving her a hard time. Like, all right, well. Well, I mean, no, they were more embarrassed than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they would have continued going, but. They were just so upset with the questions I was asking and why. But they I, were were they angry with you? Oh yeah. Oh, they were. Oh yeah. yeah. My mom still kind of resents me. In fact, she's trying to get my um, almost two year old daughter to go to that preschool. Um, of course, uh, you say no. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, no, mom. You know, we're gonna homeschool, and she's already smart for her age. I think she'll be okay without, you know religious preschool yeah mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. child abuse it, it is it really is mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it can be fun but not a religious one yeah wow yeah so after that uh, <laughs> obviously you're extremely pretty and cute but you have a brain and maybe people don't give you credit because you look sweet most of the time <laughs> yeah and um oh and i, I know lily doesn't know there's at one point, what was that damn video game? The War of... Um, World of Warcraft. They made some reference to you, like... Um, uh, oh, yeah. Um, Hustler called me the World of Warcraft princess. Yeah. I was pretty excited Are you a big gamer? You well, like I used to be before mm-hmm. I had kids. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, your, your kids are the well, war yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, you know, I think I'd, I'd still be a gamer if I had the time to. Yeah. You know, I just like play The Sims or Angry Birds. <laughs> get my fix at this point. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you you worked in Texas, and eventually you made a decision to move to LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old were you? you moved to uh, I don't remember. Did um, you move to LA to also pursue? Yeah. Work? Well, I I had come out here. Um, because w- was that a difficult decision once you made a decision? No. No. Not at all. I I kind of always had a calling towards here, even mm. when I was pretty young i'd say like 16 i knew i wanted to be out in california i yeah. didn't i couldn't explain it um but i had my website going and i had a little bit of a fan base and i got contacted by one of 
the guys that own um well owned la direct models Mm -hmm. and uh came out here and talked to them and signed with them and 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 la direct is one it's still is one of the biggest agency correct yes it still is yeah Mm -hmm. and uh, you don't look too happy about that i don't really like like them no (laughs) can you tell us why derek's an asshole <laughs> what did, what did, did he do something to you? Not well. I mean, he just he's got a reputation in business like supposedly abusive to girls. Yeah, like he tries to mentally Abuse. conquer mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. and I'm not for that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm running a business, and if he has anything, you know, if he had a problem with how I was doing my stuff or trying to, you know, I think what really it was, um, he had put me on a set and told them that I was going to do something that wasn't on my okay list Mm -hmm. and i left because i wasn't gonna do it Mm -hmm. and he's like oh cherry you have to do this like i'm terrible with his accent he's english yes (laughs) but uh oftentimes you know when when you have young girls just turned 18 moved to la they're scared because these guys intimidate them or say things like if you don't do this you're not going to be able to work anymore Mm -hmm. and uh, it takes a lot of uh, well-grounded person to say no i'm not going to do that um you know can you say what that was that you didn't want to do um anal Mm -hmm. i wasn't doing that at that time um and Mm -hmm. he had told them that i was Mm -hmm. um the other thing too is that when you first get into the industry and you're moving out here um they have the things called model houses which is basically a huge house in the valley Mm. that they run out there you've heard of this yeah but please go yeah okay That uh, (laughs) they rent out the rooms. A lot of times they double girls up in the rooms. Um, As you can probably imagine with a whole bunch of porn chicks Mm. in a house, there's crazy drama. There's stealing. There's violence. There's drugs. It's terrible. Mm. And they completely overcharge. They like charge the girl basically what the entire house costs them. I'm sorry. What's that? God, I just I'm I'm blanking out. The show on MTV has been going for over 20 years. Real world? Yes. Yeah. But it's on it's it's a real world on <laughs> it's it's real world on crack. That's the only show that's leverage on that. Pretty Channel. much. Well actually um Kevin from Type Nine um almost did like a you know, real world kind of um reality show mm-hmm. in the model houses. I'm not quite sure why that didn't happen. By the way, uh for those of you who watch Real World, I have to say New York, San Francisco, Seattle episodes were my favorite. But in anyway, the nineties? Hell yeah, I'm <laughs> too. Those were the best years. They were competing with um Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh. But anyway, anyway um, I love Puck. Wasn't he from Seattle? The crazy motherfucker? What, what? <laughs> or the, cr- the craziest ones Puck was the guy that like destroyed things and but I know. you know, but uh, anyway, I, I know we tangent. we're getting out we're getting out of tangent. <laughs> but if you've watched what Puck did back then, compared to what it is now, it seems tame now. It is know? tame now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine if the porn uh, reality show went it's, through. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's crazy. <laughs> wow. And like I say, this is what I hear from people. I I hear that it's really crazy, and on, not only that, but they charge you like very high fees for staying a you know oh yeah so you knew you were being taken advantage of well i never or you didn't know i would not stay in the model house oh with derek in fact i refused to he Mm -hmm. lived there too yeah was he the only man living there yeah and he's your agent Mm -hmm. okay yeah i know exactly so you were the rebel from the beginning exactly so he was (laughs) like oh this little this girl is yeah trouble kind of did he yell at you 
I mean, on the phone when I left set that day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other agent at that time was Bud Lee, and he kind of understood where I was coming from. He ended up breaking off and is now doing a, another agency, but mm-hmm. LA Direct Models, for some reason, is still one of the number ones. Mm. Well, I'd say in, in, Spiegler in, is number one. Yeah, in adult world... Mm-hmm. LA Drake models consider as the CAA of porn. Seriously, they're big. They have a lot of, you know, Tory Blacks of the world. They're they're big. Mm-hmm. And some people ask, like, why do you have to have managing agent? Because oftentimes when you're making porn, sometimes girls won't show up. And when you have agency or manager, they guarantee that they show up. That's what they get paid for. Right. You know, just imagine you're ready to do a shoot and you have all these people working for you. And the girl doesn't show up. You're not going to make the film. So you rather pay. Uh, the way I remember is, the girl pays ten percent, mm-hmm. and um, the production production company. pay ten percent. So they basically get twenty percent from the whole. Um, oh wow! Mm-hmm. Every time twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. every time. So imagine if you have a bunch of girls working for you. You know, every Jeez. fucking day. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it's it, a lot of money. It's good. And, but like she's saying, Mark Spiegler is a manager. He has the best reputation. I've heard good things mm-hmm. about him. Yeah. He has a great reputation. He has the best girls, too, mm-hmm. in my opinion. <clears throat> I mean, they're all perfect. They perform amazingly. You can tell that they really enjoy what they're doing. And they're all really nice people. Yeah. And, and, and basically, if you're running a production, you want to make movies. Sometimes you don't know if you're using a girl for the first time. Mm-hmm. So if you speak with girls, it's a sure thing. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to show up on time and do exactly what they say they are agreed to do. Yeah. But if they're an independent girl or with some of the agency that's not familiar, you just never know. Right. Like, it's not cool to say some girl and say she's going to do anal and she never agreed to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like your guy was trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Oof. So Bef- and before we get more into that, because of <laughs> course we're gonna get more into that, I am a therapist. So um, or I don't practice <coughs> much now. I pr- practice. I have a very small practice now. But um, <laughs> if you don't mind, if I can ask, was there any kind of like abuse in your childhood growing up? No, Gosh, no, no abuse whatsoever. No, not. Actually, um, I was adopted when I was two days old. Okay. To the absolute best parents I could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. My mom's a little crazy, but my dad makes up for it. Um, <laughs> honestly, um, he I I honestly like I can't speak more highly oh, of my great. dad. Did um, you ever meet your biological parents? Yeah, my birth mom and I are really close. How did that happen? Uh, she found me on MySpace. <laughs> no way. <laughs> when I was twenty one. Oh, so yeah. she was looking for you. Mm-hmm. You weren't looking for her. No. Well, I was for years, but she had gotten married and I didn't know that. So mm-hmm. when I was looking for her name, I couldn't find her because she wasn't that person anymore. Thank you, MySpace. <laughs> yeah. I know. Tom Anderson. Good it going. It's pretty cool. I mean, um, my older brother, actually, um, who's 12 months older than me. Biological? Uh, mm-hmm. You met him, too? Yeah. And you have I a have relationship with him, too? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. What, what, why, what was the reason why she needed to give you up? Do you remember? Um, Do you know? Well, that's the the funniest story of my past. Um, the guy that she was with was really abusive, mm-hmm. mm. and um, so she she knew when she was pregnant with a girl, she didn't want me there. Yeah, she didn't want me to grow up in that situation. Yeah. So, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, it would have been great to know my birth mom growing up, but yeah. she made the absolute right decision. In fact, he's in prison for raping his stepdaughter. Oh. 
So, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and that's all I do is say so about So she that. was trying to save your life. Which she probably she did. did. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure, I, 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 you know, guys, it's such an easy thing for us, but I can't imagine you have this person growing up in your stomach, mm-hmm. you know, and deliver to this world and give up. It, it can't possibly be an easy decision. Mm-mm. She made the right decision, but it can oh, yeah. be, you know, so... I'm sure it was very difficult and hard, and I'm sure she was very, very sad about it. But thank God she 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 made the right decision. She, yeah, so I also, don't have any, you know, mm-hmm. like harsh resentment or no, anger gosh, towards no. her. I mean, she definitely did what she needed to do. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, I mean, I ended up in an amazing place. I had a childhood with my parents that I could not have gotten from her. You know, yeah. and you know, living in the states and and talking to people about their business. Oh, shit. oh, your phone, your phone. Sorry, it's okay. <gasps> the phone is dead. It's okay. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm Asian. I could fix it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, she just spilled water all over his phone. Oh, no. <coughs> so, probably cut this part out. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Talking to people. People. Oh, uh, so, in the States, in the States <laughs> uh, one of the common assumptions is, is like every porn girl is abused. And mm-hmm. um, that's not the case when I go to Europe because they have like pretty positive attitudes about life. They don't think when you have these sexual feelings and having sex in front of camera, they don't they don't have a big hang up about it, you mm-hmm. know. So, sure, so I'm sure some adult European performers are abused, but I, I think they, their attitude is like you know some people just like to do it in front of the camera. And uh, it's it's a natural thing, yeah. you know. There's no uh, shame about it. Yeah, in the states, I'm sure there's there's girls who are abused, but um, some people have a very positive and healthy sexual attitude, and they like performing in front of a people. Natural. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like here in America, they really like make sexuality like a sin. Mm-hmm. You know. To, yeah, Christian. I mean, it, yeah, well, yeah. Of, exactly. well uh, under those um, guidelines, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's so much shame around it here. Yeah, but then there's a lot of um, misogyny and sexism that goes along with it. So the mm-hmm. women who do go into that, yeah. and the men who are also in the business still like treat women oh, so yeah. poorly and try to. There's a power relationship that then develops of like mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to. I mean, so it sounds like this guy. Uh, your former Derek. Derek. Um, I have no problem blasting him. Okay, I mean, he's all over. <laughs> is I mean, he still if, working? Yeah, he oh, runs yeah. LA Direct. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he is the guy of LA Direct models. Wow. He's very su- successful. I'm not. Right. I'm not taking any deal away. But well, sounds like he he has this way of treating his mm-hmm. girls that yeah. isn't. I mean, a lot of the good. LA Direct <laughs> girls like have made us, you know a way like i can't explain it i mean they've somehow figured out how to get along with derek and be successful without being stepped all over you know Mm -hmm. i'm not quite sure how they did that but i just i put my foot down and i think with girls young women like yourself if he realized yelling at you doesn't work he won't do it it's just the ones that works he he will do stuff Mm -hmm. like that and And this is continue to do it yeah because it works this is what i her. Again, it, 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 but that's the power relationship and the f- instilling fear in people mm-hmm. and, and fear in the girls to be submissive and to d- like that's fucked up and that's what you're talking about the mind control shit oh, that yeah. he's trying to pull on you yeah and like I said I met him twice 
not very approachable, Randy. <laughs> but um, have I ever seen him treat women like that? I, I have never been in that situation. However, I worked for Evil Angel for nine years, and when I talked to girls, that was a very common thing that I hear. Like he would manipulate and treat them bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do I have actual evidence of seeing it in person? No, but that's the reputation I've ever. Now, Spiegler, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I first when I met him, I wanted to punch the guy in the face because he was kind of being dick to me. But that's kind of his thing. <laughs> but the reputation wise, it's impeccable. Mm-hmm. It's impeccable. The guy, you know, he. I've never heard any any girl ever tell me he tried to fuck them because he doesn't. Nope. He uh, kick you out if you have a drug problems. He give you career advice, financial advice, mm-hmm. look after your interest, make sure you get paid, and uh, he's very professional. Can I mean, you get Spiegler to represent you? Yeah, she make know. it happen. I don't know because you're going back into the business now, right? Yeah. No. I've, well, oh, oh you're meeting with Larry she Flint. Is. Well, never mind. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, going on a go see or whatever, which is basically what agents do, yeah. you know, to see like what's out there and what could be possible. I mean, I would love to be a speaker girl, don't get me wrong. Um, but I honestly don't think I'm good enough to be compared to the other chicks. What do you mean? Like look wise and you know, they all have like a thing about them. I don't know how to explain it. Well, if you could explain it (laughs) as best as you could. I mean, they're all just so amazing people. And like, you know, they think you're. uh, Well, it's not that that implies. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, they're all tens straight across the board. You mean looks wise? Yeah. Okay, And maybe personality. They're cool, too, or whatever. But yeah. So by 10, you're saying that if someone were to look at them, Physically, they don't mm-hmm. have any imperfections any, right, at to all. whatever the status quo mm-hmm. is of what a woman should look like. Right. Well, you're, you're, you're friend with Asakira, too, and she's one of Spiegel's yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christina Rose. Yeah. Um, so so thin, very thin. Mm-hmm. Not very thin, but more on the like leaner side. Yeah, like more, you know, supermodel-y. Yeah. I guess would be a good like way a to mo- put it. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it could be um, Spiegel girl if you want to. I really do. Maybe. But... <laughs> So you're you're coming back, uh, you know, three years of it uh, away, mm-hmm. um, and um, you're gonna see Larry Flynn a couple of days, and um, we want to talk about other things in, in, in a little and bit. And I'm shooting tomorrow. Yeah. So are you are you are you worried? Because you know you haven't done it in front of me through camera in three years. I mean, a little, but not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just is it like riding bicycle? You just come back. I to think you? I think it will be honestly. Yeah. Because um, I love what I do. I mm. loved it since the day I started. I mean. So you said you can You went into the business because you wanted to have sex with women. So you've obviously had sex with men. Yeah. Children, well, no, I mean, so yeah, obviously. Can you tell me more <laughs> about your sexuality and where you see yourself, like on that um, spectrum, and how that plays into your? Movie making. I like people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess would be a good way to put it. Um, I like. I I don't like really. Like labels, but I like people. You mm-hmm. know, I don't discriminate. <laughs> I guess would be a good way to put it. Um, I was in a very long term relationship with a girl for a while. You even married her, right? Yes, we got married. How That's does that work? In, cool. How does that work in California? Is that did you do in California? Yeah, we did it out here. In San Francisco, mm-hmm. where her what, dad was what from. What year? Oh, God. 2000. Before I don't even remember. Prop it. 
Yeah, yeah. right before actually, and then we got it annulled, um, like right after Poppy happened. We were only really married for six months, and we really only did it to piss our parents off. Oh, nice. So I mean, we loved each other, (laughs) but you know, it was kind of more of like a haha, this is kind of funny thing than like taking it seriously. I have girlfriends who did that. They went to I think New Jersey or New York on the East Coast, and they got married. Yeah, to fuck with their parents, yeah. they're, but they're gay. I mean, oh okay, they're, yeah, they're gay. I mean, are they still married? Uh, they are. I mean, oh cool, they're still married, but they don't. I mean, in California, it's not recognized. They live here, mm-hmm. so it's it's just it more of like anything. a hey, let's have have this memento of a marriage certificate right. on our wall. <laughs> Remember the time we went to New Jersey, <laughs> we got married. Like how funny? <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know it. it be, I'm, I'm assuming you're not that religious, right, Lily? No, I, I've never been. I, I, I don't understand why they can just see for what it is. It's a contract between two people. Mm-hmm. I, I think too many people see it too seriously. It has something to do with God. But the Bible says. Yeah. It, it, I, think, I think no, it they should not. treat it for what <laughs> it is. Contract, you, you're married with this person. You take care of each other when things are good and bad and treat it as that. And... Um, I I don't see why it really matters if you. Well, I don't know why it upset people if two gay people get married. You know, you know, mm-hmm. why is that even your fucking business? You know, it's and, not. Uh, if in fact, if you hate because gay, gay sex is contagious, Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna be gay. We let one gay person get married. Everyone's gonna be gay. Everyone's I mean, gay. I just think everyone's it, gonna have gay sex. Let's be honest. <laughs> if, if if you don't like gay people, sounds like fun to me. <laughs> If you don't like gay people... And that, that HIV, that yeah. HIV and that AIDS. Oh, yeah, that. I, I think <laughs> if you don't like gay people, then the, then you should support gay marriage so they will suffer just like heterosexual married couples do. Because <laughs> exactly. I, don't, I don't see how that is fun for anyone, hetero or gay. It's and not that bad. Having sex with well, a gay person for the rest of your life? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Most so, people. Yeah. No. I, and 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 only reason I make this big case, stink about it because we had a good news on Monday because I think Sports Illustrator released what's his name Jason coming Collins. Out. Yeah, coming out of NBA and um, you know, good for him. You yeah, know, that's it's, huge. It's it's, it's it's um, I'm glad somebody while playing the sports deal come out and say they're gay. And yeah. Like, I, I don't understand statistically, you know, every team's going to have. It'd be interesting to see if there'd be, there's going to be repercussions like in the locker room or if other NBA players are going to treat them differently, like knowing, because you know how that, ha- that will happen in the schoolyard kind of thing when yeah. people come out mm-hmm. in the schoolyard and then like other people to kind of shift like their, oh, like once again, like it's like they're diseased or they're like, oh, they don't touch them. Yeah. I mean, like, I wonder if that's going to happen. I, I bet you though that yeah. most people already knew. You know, True. they were just probably yeah. waiting for him to actually come out about it. But I'm sure a lot of the other players already knew. Yeah. Because they're having sex with them. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're just not coming out. No. Yeah, I knew it. And let's be frank. <laughs> you know, you guys are a lot younger than me. But I can't imagine this in like in 1980 or 81, you know, or in 80s with the... Magic Johnson? Or... That's 1990. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like with... The, a lot of ignorance and misunderstanding oh. about AIDS and things like oh, that, yeah. and they just assume certain things about gay people, and yeah. they like any anyone else. You know, they have needs and they they need love, and they should be respected like any other groups of people. And um, um, I wish somebody would have done it, but I don't think it might have been that realistic back then. But this is great because I think eventually, 
you're going to have the second person coming out, third and fourth. And I think uh, for most part, I think people have been very supportive. Yeah, you know? it's getting a lot better. It's getting a lot better. Yeah. And I think even people who hate gay people, they know the repercussions are going to be high. They, they'll just keep their homophobia to check and not say anything. Because I think even in the audience, if, if, if the during the game, if somebody says something... People within that seating yeah. area probably will say or ostracize that person. I, I think we are changing slowly. Yeah. You know, so this is great, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that your marriage didn't last, but, uh, it's you know. It's all right. <laughs> but, um, We're still friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, she actually used to babysit my first daughter. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It was kind of funny. <laughs> so you're married, and, and, and how does it work, like, did you bring it up with your husband? Like, I want to get back into business. Oh, wait. So now you're remarried mm-hmm. to, to a man. man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yes. I mean, the way Jesus wanted. Lily. <laughs> That's exactly. right. You found the path. Exactly. <laughs> well, the only reason we're married is because he knocked me up. But, I mean, <laughs> legally married. Legally mm-hmm. married. We had already decided that we were going to spend the rest of our lives together. Yeah. Um, I wasn't the first porn chick that he dated. Mm-hmm. Is he in porn? He used to be. Ah, what did he do in porn? Um, he did a lot of PA stuff. He did. He built websites for people. Yeah. Um, he also performed in a couple. Oh, cool! You know, a few. Ver- <laughs> How Ver- did you meet him? <laughs> we met on the Sunset Strip um, during the music festival. Oh, the Sunset Music Festival! Yes. And it just so turned out that you guys are in the same industry. Well, no. Um, actually, I was walking around with a friend, and we were wearing our bikinis, and. Uh, his coworkers called us up because their office was right over the Sunset Strip, like right next to the um, Roxy, the, the Rainbow Roxy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know that big pink and green building? It's like totally obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one. <laughs> so they they called us up to the balcony, and um, we were you know partying and having fun. And then he showed up, and he liked my tattoos. So we started talking about that, and then he asked what I did. So I told him, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I knew some people. Do you know such and such?" And then I left. And he ended up tracking me down like two weeks later on Facebook. Mm-hmm. MySpace and Facebook I have know. like altered your life immensely. Totally. <laughs> and I hate it. But no, it's, it's all good. Well, that's what it's there for. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. So I found you on Facebook and then you guys mm-hmm. just hit it off from there. Well, I was in a relationship and he was too. So we were friends for a while. Mm. Um, and and I, I see you. I've seen you guys together and I feel <laughs> like it's a very successful marriage. Yeah. And I saw your kids. They're wonderful. They're pretty awesome. Yeah, they're um, sweet. And <laughs> so I I, um, I I talk about this, and um, I had a really hard time processing it when, he, when we talk about things I'm going to bring up now. Okay. Um, I think I'm ready. <laughs> so, Cherry, I, I liked her a lot, and um, uh, she made me laugh. And um, we so actually funny. we actually made a comedy club. I didn't. I didn't. I, at the time, I didn't even know you were in a business. Mm-mm. We made an improv, and we were just laughing, joking around, and things <laughs> like that. And then after I realized you're in the adult business, you know, I saw you here and there. You even did stuff with Evil Angel. Then all of a sudden, you disappeared. And I always respect girls. Um, vast majority of times, not bother them if they disappeared. Didn't tell me anything. I'm just assuming because they want to leave and they want to restart their life. I don't want to be part of their business if if I'm making their life difficult for them. So I just respect them and not, I didn't really look for you. 
Right. You know, I, I worry whenever people disappear, but I just assume you're smart and you made a decision because you ma- you needed to make the decision to disappear. Mm-hmm. Then um, I don't know how, but somehow we met late last year. Did you? Oh, you you um, tweeted to me, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Well, when did you disappear? What what time? When was um, it? September of 2010. 2010. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I was really happy, you know, because last time I saw, I took we we went to tonight show. Mm-hmm. You dropped me off. You with your friend, you know. You guys had a good time, and yeah. I think I give you both stuff animals. Remember? Because yes, yeah. I still have it somewhere. I um, think in my collector's box. And um, <laughs> I I just like adored you because you're just a sweet person. And sometimes working adult business, some of the girls become really bitter. Mm-hmm. And you were not one of those kinds of girls. And uh, you disappeared, and I was sad, but um, I respect people's privacy. Yeah, and I appreciate that because I needed it then. You know, I yeah, I had deleted my Facebook, my Twitter, everything was gone. Mm-hmm. I had like fifty thousand followers on Twitter <laughs> when I deleted it. Oh wow! Um, I had over five thousand friends on Facebook when I deleted that one. Yeah, but I felt like I had to. So when I met you, we were talking. You know, I um. In January. Yeah, I was like, like curious, like, what happened? Why, 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 why did you disappear like that? You know, then um, you 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 told me your story, and um, I was very upset and angry, and um, I frankly want to kill someone. <laughs> and I've, I've done stuff like that, and anyone who listened to this show, you know, and um, I was really, really angry. So you want to give us detail? <sighs> Yeah, sequence. I, could, I can try. Yeah. Um, I guess the easiest way to like put it out there um, is that I was raped by my best friend mm. and um, West Hollywood Police Department wouldn't do anything because of what my job was. Even though I wasn't his first, I wasn't his second, I was his third victim that had been brought into him. And, to you, them. and you're not going to be the last one. And I won't be. What do you, what do you mean that you were brought to him? I mean, like uh, brought to the police department. All three of us went and reported it. Oh. He was detained there for like forty eight hours um, with the other two victims. Um, but they- I made the choice when I went in there to upfront and tell them because I wanted to be completely honest with them about what happened. And I told them upfront that I was in the adult industry. Right. Which was probably a mistake on my part. Yeah. Um, but I figured they were going to find out anyway. So it better be, you know, it'd be better to come from me than mm-hmm. for them to find out and be like, well, why did you hold this from us? Yeah. yeah. You know? And and unfortunately, we live in a world, there's a lot of these um, victim blaming. They say things like, because the way you look, the way you dress, the kind of profession you have. And let's be frank, sometimes women are intimidated by the women, so they will, they will, you know, I don't think women are united in this. Oh, no, they're not. We, you know, we talked about this. Yeah. I, I had a woman like, detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 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 see, there you go. Like, mm-hmm. that woman was definitely not being sympathetic. Yeah. And yeah. I, I went to the sergeant. I went to the lieutenant. I asked mm-hmm. for a different um, detective because I didn't like her. Mm-hmm. I just felt like she wasn't going to do what she needed to do, mm-hmm. which she didn't. And they basically said, well, she's the best. There's nothing we can do to help you. 
Oh wow! And there's tendency to partially or wholly, wholly blame the victim, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I think even them. You're shaken up, so I can't even imagine getting raped. And you start questioning things because we live in an environment, society that mm-hmm. do that to women, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a very sexist culture we live in, yes. and especially, I mean, shaming and blaming a woman and, and because of their sexuality, and in your case, especially that your profession being yeah. involved in that. I mean, that was that's total discrimination. It was, and I. I don't even want to get into like legal stuff yet if you have <laughs> sued because mm-hmm. I, I I see d- like if you talk to some lawyers out there there's <laughs> definitely a case there. Well, the thing was is um at that time I I I was having a lot of seizures and this is basically how like everything ended up to where we were that the situation happened but i was having a lot of seizures i was having an allergy to something that was causing seizures mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they had put me on this medicine that practically like debilitated me yeah i could hardly like tie my own shoes and what was it do you know the remember the name uh it was capra capra yeah mm-hmm. um yeah capra mm-hmm. um but yeah, it. I mean, the thing was, is it's for people who like are really having seizures, and yeah. I was having it for you know the allergy to whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, I'm shaking. <laughs> um, but you're not having a seizure. No, no, no. Right. I'm shaking because like I'm nervous, and this is really yeah. hard to talk about. Okay. Um, and b- believe me, it, it was not an easy thing for me to bring up because, of course, I want to bring provocative story to podcast too, but I. When I went to dinner with her tonight, I I told her like you you don't have to talk about it mm-hmm. because I I don't I don't want to be I don't I want her to talk about it on one hand because if you talk about it there's a record maybe there's a part of me small measure of like actually happened there's a record of like at least the world mm-hmm. should hear like this happened to her yeah. you know because one of the worst things is like when somebody does something horrible to you in fact that world dismiss it or, or pretend like it didn't happen that's mm-hmm. not I, that's almost as worse as actually the actual it happening yeah, yeah. And, and so that's like a double trauma mm-hmm. double trauma yeah and um so so that's why i want her to do it and i want to talk to her about it but it, oh, but of yeah. course if there's also part of me like i don't want her to be upset and you know yeah um but i think i think in cherry probably don't know but you know something happened to my father he died mm-hmm. my stepmother had something to do with it so i ba- went back to japan and i beat the shit out almost killed her you know yeah, you told I, me. I, and and um um well i don't, I don't even why what was i was telling you that because um, you want to kill the guy that did this <laughs> to her <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that 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 too you know it's just um did this then just upsetting? But, the, you, but you wanted to seek some kind of retribution for your father's death and something that had happened to him that you felt that she was responsible for. And poor Cherry over here, who's getting no retribution and no kind of justice from the justice system itself for mm-hmm. this act of of trauma criminalization. Like this she, is a she criminal did, act. She did. She did mm-hmm. everything right. She went yeah. to the police. Exactly. Went, you're you're honest. Being, being honest, and you were punished for it. Even exactly. More. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before we continue more, let's talk. You know, because of legal reasons, stuff. Um, tell me about this person. How you met this person? And yeah, you said he was your best friend. Yeah. Well, at the time, yeah. Um, well, the thing was, is I had met him through a mutual friend of me and my now husband. Um, 
I, and I, you know, can't say any names mm-hmm. because you yeah, know, yeah. he never was prosecuted. So I don't want to get in trouble. Mm. Um, but anyway, I met him through a mutual friend and we started hanging out and we clicked. Like we just understood each other. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> we had an awesome relationship. He was supportive of my relationship with my boyfriend at the time who's yeah. now my husband mm-hmm. um and things were awesome and then i started getting sick and couldn't take care of myself and my boyfriend was working yeah um and the guy didn't have a job or anything so he'd basically come and help me right he'd drive me to my doctor's appointments and stuff right this is when you were having the seizures mm-hmm. okay um because yeah i was being treated up at um cedar sinai and you know no one could figure out like what was really going on like what was you know the trigger for all these seizures and stuff and the medicine was just making me worse um and then i had gotten into a fight with my boyfriend well husband now um and called my friend and he came and picked me up and took me back to his place Mm -hmm. now before i go any further i had spent the night at his house a few times Mm -hmm. nothing happened nothing he's had never tried to do anything right. ever before um but for whatever reason this night um he just <sighs> sorry i mean take, take time yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean he just completely took advantage of me um i was really stressed out um about the fight with my boyfriend and i mm-hmm. um because it, i mean it was it was silly but it was basically about like religious philosophical views on my boyfriend's part that Mm. i wasn't really comfortable with yeah Mm -hmm. but that's a whole nother story well we know you don't like the system you question the system yeah well you know yeah but i mean at at the time i just didn't quite understand what my husband was into really and all i had heard was bad things so i was going off of what i had heard okay um so you guys have an argument yeah, we had a huge argument. Can I ask you a quick question? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Um, no, had you have you ever or had you ever gone to this guy's house because well, you'd spend the night there before? Mm-hmm. But had you ever gone to his house after a fight with your boyfriend before? Yeah, and, and spent the night. So it's usually when you would have a fight with your boyfriend, that's when you would spend the night at this guy's. No, house? No, no, no. I mean, um, you know, we'd go out and party because um, he lived in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So we go out, you know, to the Rainbow and get drunk and I wouldn't want to drive back to Melrose and La Brea so right. we just walk over to his place. Right. You okay. know, and it was a time when my boyfriend had work the next day so he wasn't with us to drive me home. Right. You know, so, I mean, it, it's like I had been shit-faced, hammered, I mean, could hardly see where I was walking. Right. And, you know, had stayed over there. And nothing had happened before. <clears throat> okay. So this time, this time, um, I I went there and I decided to drink, which I know I shouldn't have on my medication at that time. But yeah. I was just so stressed out, and he had something. Um, I mean, I swear that he probably drugged me, but I don't know. I mean, I I just woke up with handcuffs on and in his bed, and I don't remember anything mm-hmm. besides that. Um, by the time he was done, I was bleeding. Mm-hmm. I had bled all over his bed. Oh, my God. Um, I had gone to try to leave. Yeah. And I left his, um, I left the bed. And this was many hours after it was over because I, I guess I had, like, passed out from shock or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, I left the bed and there was blood trails on his floor mm-hmm. to the door. 
I mean, it was pretty bad. Um, so, okay. and I tried to leave. I yeah. didn't have my car. My phone was dead, by the way, so I couldn't call my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, he was asleep, and I tried to get a cab, and the cab driver wouldn't pick me up. So I then went back into his apartment, which, by the way, he had a friend there at the time. His Where was the friend? On the couch in the living room. And did he wake up when you were... I have no idea. Mm. No idea at all. Hmm. Um, but then the next... But when you were leaving... Yeah. He that guy was still asleep. He on was passed out drunk. Oh, he no. did like eighteen shots. <laughs> okay. I'm over exaggerating, but he was he, he was, was properly yeah, wasted. Totally. So he did. He was a no, He didn't see you walking with blood dripping Mm-mm. down. What? It you, ruined my UGG boots. I'm pretty upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty cute. Sorry, you, I have to laugh about it. When you when you wake up, wh- I mean, what's going through your head? Because eventually. For sure, first few seconds, you don't even know what the fuck is going on. Mm-mm. We all do when you wake, wake up. But then shortly when you, you know, you're conscious, you know, you, I'm sure your head is spinning like all this information is get, coming back to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're angry, you're scared. What, what, I mean. The only thing I could really think of was to get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah. I just had to do what I had to do to get home right. so I could deal with what happened. Right. Um. And I ended up going back in and falling asleep on the couch and waited. And I usually took my medicine at nine in the morning. And yeah. at this time, I didn't realize it was the medicine that was making me worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I was still taking it two times a day. I didn't have it on me. Um, he came out and act like everything was normal. Completely like nothing had even happened. Right. So he's a sociopath. Obviously. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Don't even get me started. The um, guy's a predator for sure. Mm. Yeah. But um. So I said, okay, well, I need to get home so I can take my medicine. He drove me home. Mm -hmm. The second I walked through the door, I went into my boyfriend's bedroom and stood there and said, call 911 right now. And that's all I said. Mm -hmm. And then I dropped to my knees. Mm. Next thing I know, he was driving me to the Santa Monica Rape Treatment Center. Yeah. And then then he went to the the Rape Treatment Center. Mm Mm-hmm. And what did they do there? Um, they did the test and everything. The police were supposed to meet us there, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it got kind of late there. What's after. the test like? Like, what? Are, how do they test you? <sighs> Was that a? Uh, do you uh, do you feel comfortable talking? Yeah, about no, that? You don't have to. it's okay. Um, no, it's just been a while since I've really thought about it all yeah. that much. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you you go in and you sit down with the counselor and tell them what happened. And then if you're comfortable enough, you go into the back room, which is basically like a doctor's office. Right. Um, you strip down and put on, you know, one of the like hospital gown type things. Um, and you lay on a table and they basically give you like a woman's exam. Mm-hmm. Um, they swipe and stuff for evidence and mm-hmm. see like how bad, you know, you're destroyed, I mm. guess. Because, yeah, because... You were bleeding, so there must have been it was tears, bad. and so the test must have come back that you were. I mean, raped. oh, oh, absolutely, it was very conclusive. I mean, the 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 um, doctor who did the test said that I was the worst that she had seen. Okay, so you have all of this evidence, mm-hmm. and poor thing. I mean, you've just experienced this. Mm-hmm. You're at the treatment center, and then. The police were supposed to come and they don't come? They didn't come to the treatment center. So mm-hmm. they said that we needed to come down to the police department in West Hollywood. Because that's where it happened. Okay. 
So we couldn't go to LAPD. We had to go to West Hollywood because that's where the event had taken place. Yeah. Um, by the time that I was done with the treatment center, I was just like, it finally, I think, hit me mm-hmm. um, after all of that. So my boyfriend took me home and we slept. And then the next day we went to the police because they kept saying that they were going to come to us. And then they finally called us back like later when we were at home and said, you know, well, why don't you guys come to us tomorrow? Yeah. So we tried to get a good night's sleep and went first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I went and told them what happened. Did they test you? Do they have a testing? They don't have a test. Oh, um, so they're... They go... They When we called 911, they told us to go to the Santa Monica Treatment Center. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they're supposed to work together. Right. Okay. So then... That's the key word, supposed to. They're supposed to, yeah. exactly. Um, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Protocol. Um and then, and then what the, what the police department do when you went in? And uh, they took my statement. Uh-huh. They took his information, and they then they paid him a visit. Apparently, I don't know exactly what happened after that. Uh-huh. They said that they did, but I honestly don't think so, because they would have seen blood on the freaking sidewalk. Wow. I mean, I I'm not even over exaggerating with like. I mean, there was like puddles of blood between his bed and the front door out on the concrete because there's steps down out into, um, well, I don't want to say the street name. Sounds so vicious. Mm Mm-hmm. And you must have been in pain, like physical pain. Oh, yeah. I mean, emotional pain, of course. Yeah. And so... And and let's be frank, Lily. Even if they pay attention and follow through, it's still difficult to... In, at you know, prosecute them in court. You know, without because, evidence, or yeah, even with the evidence, with evidence, it's it's you know because it just seems like it's really tough. Because it seems like uh, from the police department's perspective, they m- probably get a lot of calls of domestic violence and in mm. the girl who cried rape stories mm-hmm. where maybe they weren't so and this is what happens that compromises the integrity of the justice system for real victims and people like you who then don't who are actually victims and, right. and need the support of the justice system and then it's not there for you because mm-hmm. of all the bullshit that's happened before so they don't even take it as seriously and they don't follow through with what they're supposed to do and my question is why if they had to go to the rape treatment center and they concluded that you had been raped, isn't that enough evidence for them to take that to prosecute? You said that they did arrest him, though? They, he was detained for a little bit? or He was what? detained the second time that it happened. With someone else? Mm-hmm. So not... So you, they just... Mm-hmm. Yours they didn't just detain, fell through yeah, the wayside? Just, just completely. And so, it, I mean, and I, I went... Um, to a counselor at the that was my next question like, yeah did you get help for this yes i did <laughs> lots of it Good. um no i i went to the can't remember the actual acronym for it but it was a jewish women's center oh oh i know this one I don't you know. I forget what it's called, but I've heard of this. Amazing. They're good. Yeah, they are. Um, the counselor that I had, I just felt so comfortable with. In fact, when she was asking, you know, I'd go in and tell her what was going on with the um with the case and everything and i said they're not going to prosecute them and she's like that's bull crap mm-hmm. she's like we need to go up to the west hollywood police department and talk to them together mm-hmm. so she went up there with me 
and sat in oh, an interview awesome. with my detective. And still nothing. Nope. She said basically that I had been wanting him and that I wanted, yeah. That where, I, where does she get that conclusion from? I don't know. And the the detective what? decided that um, I wanted him to be my boyfriend, that I didn't like my boyfriend that I had, obviously, because we've had two kids and we've been married since, um, but that I wanted him to be my boyfriend and oh my god just kind of left it totally at that. trivializing your experience mm-hmm. by stereotyping you and then telling me that I was wrong for even coming to them. And oh this crazy God. conclusion without evidence, you know, it's mm-hmm. without looking at the evidence. Because yeah. there was problem. There's there's a lot of evidence, but what they're doing is classic. What they do to a lot of minorities and stuff, and, and people that they want uh, that they usually imprison, right? Um, is what they do is they'll take evidence like, oh, well, so you were drunk. Okay, mm-hmm. so you were drunk. So that's why you went over there, and you probably had sex and not consensually or whatever they want to twist it into, right? So that. It, it puts the blame on you like on you're right. asking for whatever and they you know and they do this to so many people mm-hmm. and i'm i mean i'm very sorry to hear this and it's like it, it breaks my heart well i mean i it, it's good to talk about though you know because yeah. it is the reason why i left i mean obviously i was sick before so it's kind of already starting to get out of the industry because mm-hmm. i i got so sick i couldn't you know barely even tie my shoes and <laughs> and then that happened and um and is that when you that's when i like completely just i you know shut my facebook off my twitter everything was gone i imagine did you did you experience depression or post-traumatic stress i had ptsd so bad it wasn't even funny um they put me on clonopin oh my god that's really sedating yeah i I needed it yeah yeah lily can you explain what that is because i don't we've I, talked uh, about it uh, uh post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. so that no, no 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 that medication oh clonopin well clonopin is anti-anxiety so mm-hmm. it really like calms you down and clonopin because i worked in rehab so i would see a lot gotcha. of people who are addicted to clonopin mm-hmm. so it's hard to get out of their system mm-hmm. um but so it's a anti-anxiety anxiety yeah benzodiazepine yeah. um but clonopin is it's it's a serious drug and 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 I believe in medication for things like this where you can use it as a crutch. If you're going through mm-hmm. something like this, especially where mm-hmm. you need something to take the edge off, or just not even not an edge, it's just trauma. Right. So you can live because what most people don't understand is how traumatic rape is, sexual abuse and physical abuse and emotional abuse and all of that together and then to be v- the way you're victimized by the the core system so now you're doubting yourself they're making you feel crazy mm-hmm. you're not getting any justice from anywhere and, and i lost my best friends out of it other best friends uh well or? yeah like my best girlfriends really what do they not believe you no they thought well this one bitch is totally crazy um to this day she's just insane like she tweets the most ridiculous nonsense um but she thought that my boyfriend at the time had inducted me into his cult and was shooting me up with heroin mm-hmm. and made me believe that I was raped. Oh, wow. Mhm. I'm sorry to hear that. So your support system was also it falling was apart at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but you still uh, had your boyfriend. Anyways, I had yeah. my boyfriend and I had my parents, you know. Uh-huh. Um actually the first person I called um after my 
husband got well boyfriend whatever um got out of bed yeah um he made me call my dad and my dad immediately said call 911 go to them wow. now yeah don't even wait because so something that happens with people who who've been traumatized is that so they live in a constant state of fear then their mm-hmm. cortisol levels go up and cortisol is a stress inducing hormone so now you're in constant like the fight or flight that we've talked about before here like what war, war veterans go through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is happening to you i presume yeah and um so you and you go and you get medication and that helps you balance out mm-hmm. do you feel that okay oh yeah no i totally felt that okay. i mean like i honestly don't think i could have gotten through <laughs> that first week or so i i was only on clonopin for a week okay good oh um, good yeah <laughs> they were no, like, no 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 yeah. no no um that's awesome well can I, may that I, brings the other funny story may, well not may, funny but may, may i add two i guess common knowledge and i'm sure this is something you you know already mm-hmm. I, I i don't know the number but i just know the spirit of uh, what i hear of the knowledge about these things which is vast majority of rape happen between people, people they, that know. You, they know oh, yeah, yeah. And rape is one of the most underrated crime that uh, you know. Underreported. Underreported. Yes. Yeah. And then, and when you hear stories like this, I mean, this so-called f- best friend raped you, but the police raped you too. Yeah. You know, they really raped, and uh, you know, I, I I I keep talking about this documentary because it was amazing. But the, the Invisible War last year about the the, the sexual assaults in military bases, mm-hmm. militaries. Mm-hmm. And these serial rapists are protected by the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the rape victim, uh, you think this, these kinds of things only happen in places like Afghanistan, which I just got back. These uh, patriotic women are raped by a married guy. So mm-hmm. instead of being victim, they get blamed as committing yeah. adultery, yeah. And, which is absurd. You think you could only hear shit like this in Central Asia or Middle East, but or maybe a hundred years ago, yeah. Right. <laughs> and now, but it's but still so it's, uh, pervasive. But but it's so pervasive. It still happened in America in the middle. You know, it's, it's just unbelievable. Just imagine your father and you agreed to send your daughter to military. It's bad enough you might go to war fighting people overseas, but yeah. the fact is, your daughter, these women are getting attacked by the very people they're supposed to work with. Yeah, and. Um, so if it, if, it, if it happened into that great institutions, you know, then it's not. Unfortunately, it's not that surprising they happens in other other fields. Right. Um, I never understood. Look, I, I I say all kinds of scumbag, terrible things, but you know, they say like some some of my friends sometimes it's jokingly, but I, I got the feeling they really believe it. Like, well, look at the way she was dressing. Exactly. Yeah. No. Let me tell you something. I could dress up in Armani suit with a very expensive watch loaned by Russell Peters and wad of cash. That does, just because I look like rich and have a stuff doesn't give you the right to rob me, you know? Mm-hmm. That kind of thinking doesn't make any sense. You, mm-hmm. If you rob me, you're going to jail. So why is mm-hmm. it that you make assumption about, you they, know? Yeah, they make loopholes t- for themselves to rationalize irrational why, behavior. What they, yeah. what they want to be accepted. Because the, the philosophy is, unfortunately... <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, most most cultures are very misogynistic and sexist, even the mm-hmm. one we live in here. Mm-hmm. And we just accept it as normal, though. So we get inundated with all these sexist remarks and rape jokes and all these things and mm-hmm. whatever. And just like 
this is just the way it is. Well, mm-hmm. it, it is the way it is because we choose it to be that way right. and to normalize <laughs> behavior that shouldn't be normal. And um, raping is not normal behavior. It's, it's, it's normal for barbarians who were mm-hmm. going in and raping and pillaging, but it still it's, it wasn't okay. Once again, it's not okay. Just because it's being done does not make it okay. Right. Um, and uh, like in the military and in the invisible war thing, I remember we're talking about, and I watched some of that, um, and what's happening here is n- you, women are being classified as sluts, bitches, or like you're a bitch if you don't do what I say, you're a slut mm-hmm. if you do have sex, and you're whatever else, whatever, however they want to classify you to degrade and shame you and put yeah. you away. And then you who have this, and these, and these are mi- women in the military that were seen this way. Yeah. And then support, here comes Cherry. And she's like, I'm telling you guys that I, I work in the adult industry. So th- where it's completely professional. Right. There's, if that happened on set there, so, or I'm sure I would hope that there would be actual oh, oh, absolutely. consequences, right? I mean, you know, the thing it's is... It's not tolerated. No, I mean, the thing that a lot of people don't understand is, you know, <coughs> it is it is work. You yeah. know, it is a business. And people, most producers, most actual producers run it as such mm-hmm. you know they don't tolerate that stuff mm-hmm. um actually tomorrow um i'm shooting with dungeon core and doing a bondage scene mm-hmm. to kind of help me get over this the trauma mo- yeah, yeah a little bit more than i already have i mean i've really come a long way in the past couple years yeah um I really didn't have a choice, but I had to get over it. I had to move away. And you have a very loving, supportive husband. I mean, incredibly. Yeah. I'm so lucky. But, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, I still, to this day, have scars on my wrist from the handcuffs. Oh, um, my God. And, and that, to me, is, like, a reminder, you know, to be a little bit more cautious mm-hmm. about who I let into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the hardest thing about what happened was about two and a half weeks after no three and a half weeks after that happened yeah because i was almost four weeks i was pregnant (gasps) and they put my date of conception september 24th of 2010 which is the day that it happened and so the entire pregnancy you thought it was his kid Mm -hmm. but i had had sex with my boyfriend earlier that day Mm -hmm. um and you did the DNA test? Mm. Yeah, yeah. She's, and it's your yeah, she's his. husband. Okay, good. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> no, she looks just like him. So, but yeah, no, I mean, I had to go through the entire for pregnancy months. for nine months, not having any clue. And every time I went to the doctor, every single time they brought up that date. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, How? can we just change it to like the 22nd? Wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, just every single time it was a reminder. Wow, you 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 spoke to your husband. I mean, did he tell you what was going through him? I guess my natural inclination is just to get a gun or something, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've had several talks where we've you know really Mm -hmm. thought about it, but you know, (sighs) he's eventually going to get what's coming to him, you know, and. You know, karma comes back on you, even if it's for revenge, even if it's because you were, you know, something was done wrong to you. If you go do something bad to somebody else, it's going to come back on you. Absolutely, because um, 
I think Victor Frankl talked about this. He, um, Man's search for meaning. Yeah. I love Victor Frankl. He, um, Holocaust survivor. And um, he's in a book, I think if I'm, I'm paraphrasing, it's been a long, I mean, Jesus, I read in 1989 or something. Mm -hmm. But he said that basically you don't have control when things happen to you, mm -hmm. but you definitely have control over how you react to it. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I, Holocaust, getting raped, I, I can't even imagine, but um, I, I, I think I think you you're such a sweet, well-grounded person, mm -hmm. and and it's natural that you want that person to die. Naturally, you want to go and kill that person, but ultimately, you knew that um, my 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 impression from you was it will only hurt you and the husband if you did that. You know, right? Exactly. I mean. I want the guy dead. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want, get I want me wrong, I do too, but, you, you know, know, I don't want that, you know, on my hands. I don't want that on anyone that I care mm -hmm. about hands, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's going to eventually get what's coming to him. Because, like I said, I wasn't his first victim. I wasn't yeah. his third, or second, I was his third. So. You you also said something interesting. You said if it was L.A. County, they probably would have done more. Yeah. Why is, what, what's the reasoning behind um, that? Well, one, because we have a lot of friends with LAPD. Mm -hmm. um, and my good friend, I'm not mentioning names, yeah. but um, he even told us that had it have happened at, say, like our house, you know, he would have taken care of it and the guy would be in jail. Mm. End of story. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, that's like so frustrating for me because, you know, like he spent a lot of time at my house. And like, why did he choose his house? Like, because he, 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 knew, he yeah. knew he could get away with it yeah. because he had already twice before. And the most fucked up thing about it to me is that I had never met those other two girls ever in my entire life i had heard about them once from him um and that was about it but when, our when, when, you, when, you, when you say him you're talking about the rapist yes yeah um he brought up one of them because once before because he actually told me that he was accused of raping her oh. and i'm like you gotta be kidding who would do that why would anybody accuse you of raping anyone mm. you gotta be kidding me mm. um and it just, it didn't make sense to me at that time. And I'm like, okay. And then he told me, you know, like she was crazy and they were dating and all this stuff and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, the friend that had introduced me to him knew the other victims and got us in contact. And I talked to them. And when they told me the story about what happened to them, um, it was identical to mine. And I mean, like identical in ways like because we all remember certain sounds that he was making during that time that still to this day haunt me mm. um and there's no way that all three of us could make that up because it's so unique yeah. so specific oh yeah and those two did they try to file both of them they went to the police west and hollywood police mm -hmm. West Hollywood Police, you gotta step up your game. What the fuck? Yeah. What's going on? So and, why didn't and, you choose and, to sue? And, and because they didn't do anything, they create environment. This kind of shit will happen yeah, again and again exactly. and again. And what's the point of reporting it if they're not going to do anything? Like right. And and when I brought it up to the oh. detective that he had been mm -hmm. there already, um, they said, Eugene, "Well, I'm so sorry. Could you talk no, okay. to Jacob? Mm -hmm. He's the next guest." 
sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, when I talked to the detective and told her that I talked to the other victims, she's like, well, it doesn't matter. He wasn't prosecuted. Wow. So we couldn't even use them in a court mm -hmm. of law as witnesses or as anything. Um, but the, the reason I... Honestly, from the beginning, once all that shit went down with the police department, mm -hmm. um, my thing was, you know what? I'm going to use my name that I've created for myself, and I am going to go after this guy like he has never seen in his entire life. I was going to fucking destroy him mm -hmm. with my name, mm -hmm. and I could have. I totally could have. Mm -hmm. But then I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> mm. And uh, Your first baby? Yeah, first. Mm-hmm. Um, which funny, but, um, three months prior, I was told I couldn't have kids <laughs> by, by my OB, <laughs> my hormones were like way off and stuff. So, wow. yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. No, All this okay. misinformation people are giving you. <laughs> and and it happens. It's life, you know, <laughs> well, it's good that you have such a good attitude. I mean, I try. as a survivor, especially in just, but, uh, you know, I was pregnant, so we decided to move back to Texas. Um, which I think was the best decision and I just kind of laid it to rest. I went to counseling out there, um, but I was pregnant, so I didn't want to go after him. I didn't want to put that stress on my body during pregnancy because I knew that wouldn't be good for my child, mm -hmm. you know, and she came first. Mm -hmm. So, wow. So, and you, when you moved back home, um, I mean, did this guy ever try to contact you or, um, he contacted my boyfriend the day after um when we went to the police mm -hmm. and was like what the hell am i hearing about this and stuff like i don't know what's going on and this is really confusing and i mean so he's playing a dom and mm -hmm. like like and did your boy what did, what did your boyfriend say to him nothing we just never responded yeah. ever wow we just left it at that I'm so, so sorry you no, endured okay. all this. But I mean, like, I, you know, I needed to talk about it. It's been, you know, yeah. several, well. Have you, have you getting any years. sort of counseling or anything? What do you mean? Counseling. Yeah, she was oh, getting counseling, counseling yeah, in oh, yeah. Houston. And here. And here. So I got counseling here until I moved there. And then I found a therapist there that mm -hmm. was really awesome. So. Oh, did you just out. do talk therapy or did you do any other kind of therapy? No, I just did talk therapy. That really, really helped me. I mean, I've. I've been through so much crap in my day. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, not necessarily all bad, just a lot of stuff. And I just have this, I guess, you know, it's life kind of perspective. And you just roll with the punches and you do what you have to do. This rapist guy, did you ever hear later on he did the same shit again? I haven't heard anything yet, mm -hmm. but it wouldn't surprise me if I did. And he still live in the Hollywood area. So, um, well, he actually um, moved into the same apartment complex where my friend that I had met him through mm -hmm. lived at. Mm -hmm. She ended up moving because she didn't want to be near him anymore. Yeah. And she actually, unfortunately, lost all of her friends because they all picked his side. Yeah. And he's technically family to her. I'm not going to get into how, mm -hmm. but kind of sort of family to her. So... You are, I mean, just looking at you, you, you look amazing. I mean, just not even, I mean, physically and okay. especially. I don't have makeup on, so thanks. Well, <laughs> you look beautiful. And I mean, your spirit is so balanced and just kind of like there's like a peace about you. 
which is really mm-hmm. amazing, especially having this trauma happen fairly recently. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've worked with rape victims and survivors, and it's a really horrific thing where most people really do not cannot comprehend or understand what that's like or what the repercussions well i mean i still have flashbacks don't get me wrong like even being intimate with my husband sometimes it comes back to you Mm -hmm. but you're working on that with your therapist like you talk so there's techniques that you're trying yeah 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 it takes time i (laughs) mean you're doing very well especially and giving birth to two children Mm -hmm. as well you're definitely (laughs) you are you are the fittest you are darwin we'd be very (laughs) proud of you thank you (laughs) and you're serving him well thank you Mr. (laughs) you know you know cherry you um you have two daughters Mm -hmm. and um you, you you know you know the you know biggest problem I have with Christian people is um, instead of preparing the kids to the world the way it is, they're trying to prepare the world the way they should be. be right. You know, and I think I know many of the Christian people mean well, but if I have kids, I will not. I will prepare them the way it is, and I don't want to be too cynical about it, but. If, especially if I have a daughter, I, I have to be very vigilant because I, I was a young guy once. I know what kind of things go through your head when you look at women. But um, I hate to say it, but I, I would have to prepare like, you know, sometimes those crazy feminists do have a point i mean well they're not see that's in, see now you're just you're stereotyping you're saying like what? crazy feminists you're putting those two words together no you're, no no. You're into. no there are crazy ones like andrea dawkins i mean there, there are some that are very radical and extreme those yes. and there are crazy ones andrea dawkins who think having sex with any man is considered all like rape you know mm-hmm. consensual I'm not, I'm not talking about those, you know. I, 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 I don't want them to think like well, that. Well, I think people already have a misconception of the word feminist, and it's so negative. Like, there's, like, this negative mm-hmm. connotation for women to stand up for women's rights. Mm-hmm. And case in point, no, no, a I woman don't, I, standing I, I, up for her rights, I'm not saying Yoshi, you're No, no, no. I'm I, saying I, just I, to clear I, it up because I'm, it's, I'm, very I, I, it's, it's a very common thing. It's a very common thing. I don't want... I don't, I don't want to... I mean, okay, maybe... Sorry, I, maybe I, 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 I'm not trying I, no, to... Like, no, I know you're not trying to correct me, but I, I do know there are really, there really are some crazy ones where even during the consensual sex they think yeah. it's a rape. And, and, and that's absurd. That's absurd. Yeah. I don't I don't want them to think. But boy, I um I I, I have a two daughters, then I, I I I have to spend more time preparing for them, you know, because um it does scare me. I don't have kids and I, I get scared when I see <laughs> young girls, you know. Yeah. And um I was very upset when he told me this. I um, I was really upset after you after even you left that night, and um, yeah, I wish that guy was fucking dead. I mean, yeah, I wish that guy was dead. I, w- I wish I don't have a qualm like obviously beating people up and stuff. I just don't like the constant going to prison, you know. Right. If I had a free pass, I mean that's what I think would want to do, you know. And yeah. um, I was. Yeah, I was very sad and upset. It made it made me cry. I'm not gonna lie to you when you told me. I'm sorry. No, that because it's it's kind of crying. Like there's a word in Japanese called kwashi. Like you're so upset and angry that it, it, you you shed tears. That was mm-hmm. kind of tear I'm talking about. Like I was upset because I couldn't do anything for you. 
Right. Absolutely nothing. I mean, I could, then I spend rest of my life in prison or whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, but I'm just so angry with the system because they should take this seriously. Yes, there are times when false, women falsely accuse people of rape and things like that, but. Yeah. But it's they not, they have yeah. to just follow the evidence. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you exactly. know, follow the evidence. Exactly. The thing that made me really mad too mm-hmm. is, you know, the detective was basically saying, "Oh, well, you just cheated on your boyfriend, <laughs> and you don't want to admit it." And I'm like, "Well, that's <sighs> bullshit because I do porn." Yeah. You know, yeah. he's accepting. Is this Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan? And I I cannot believe. <laughs> Like, he's accepting of me doing porn. And not only that, but <coughs> he had been in so many open relationships before. And mm-hmm. we, nev- we never, like, said, okay, well, we're going to, you mm-hmm. know, do this at this time. Like, we're going to be just strictly us. But had I wanted to sleep with anybody else, all I really had to do was go to him and tell him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he probably would have been accepting and understanding of it. Because mm-hmm. that's just how he is. You know? And, I mean... I got lucky with that one. That's for sure. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's great. Mm-hmm. I guess the, another part that I don't understand is like, yeah, men want sex, but I mean, get a. I mean, you can't teach a sociopath yeah, consequences. Yeah. No, especially one that doesn't experience consequences who keeps getting away with it. Yeah, and I'm so sorry. I think hopefully, I think someone like him will eventually get caught. Mm-hmm. He will. Eventually, and I, and I hope you find out about it and you, and you know about it when it happens. I hope so. I mean, well, it. you know, the thing is, is um, my stepdad, oh, step, <laughs> my bio person, whatever you want to, <laughs> your biological father. Yeah, that one. Um, I I like to call him my sperm donor, mm. but <laughs> um, but no, he he actually raped many women before he finally got caught. Many women. In fact, I have like eight or nine biological siblings. And many of those were products of rape. Oh, wow. Did he rape your mom? Yeah. And that, is that how you were conceived? Me and my brother. So which was your brother, but your brother wasn't given up for adoption? No. Because um, he was a boy. Yeah. Wow. So that's. And I mean, she was a young that's mom. Interesting. She was a really young mom. And um, her mom told her, you know, they were Catholic. Mm-hmm. So any options were kind of out of the table you know off of the table for like the pregnancy in fact she didn't even know she was pregnant with my brother she went into labor with him one day oh my god and had him um and then got pregnant with me um but yeah he was the sperm donor was like really abusive mentally physically i mean pretty bad you know so that's why he's in prison he's Mm -hmm. in prison for rape but i didn't even know this until i was 21 Wow. Your mom and when did you meet with your mom for the first time? Twenty one. Twenty one. And she told That's you right she off told the bat. Me what happened? And then when did? Well, how old were you when you got raped? Uh, three years ago. Three. Well, well ha- September twenty fourth, two thousand ten. Like how um, much after when you met your mom? How many years after you met your mom did that happen? Um, I was twenty three. Twenty three. So two years two after years. that. Yeah. So when you when you talked to your your biological mother about it, what I mean. She must have been traumatized by it, too. Yeah, well, I mean, because she made all these sacrifices to prevent it from happening, and then it did. Yeah. Wow, that's so tragic. But it's so interesting because things like that do pass down genetically. Yeah. And uh, You mean like being a victim? No, like uh, trauma. Yeah. And uh, anxiety and depression being part of it. But trauma... 
So I was wondering how much longer because sometimes what happens is unconsciously when our brain finds information and their stuff just kind of unconsciously we you know most of us run on autopilot right which is our unconscious mind the things are like brewing so i just it just sometimes i don't know like if it's then becomes when it becomes conscious to you if you're starting to recreate it i mean that's going way into like psychology stuff but um literally just can you just explain to me again you know um it it just seems like, you know, there's feminists, you know, where the women p- want to help each other on and on. Mm-hmm. But wh- why is it that when it comes to rape, somehow some of the women will not believe or... They hate women. A- yeah, yeah. And, 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 and when they say, like, she deserved it or... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, why is it there's there's this uniform, uniform way of supporting, supporting each other in the feminism... Why is it when it comes to rape? Why you would think women should be more sympathetic? That's a great question, and you're right because logically we do. Think I don't that. understand that at all. Logically, that should be the way. Most people don't run on logic. Most pe- <laughs> most people don't use their frontal lobe. Okay, they uh, their executive functioning. Yeah, so it, that it, part. It, it, the just women be, like it might be just dumb. Or no, no, you're you're right, and that is like it's almost like an epidemic. Why is, why is there unity when it comes to the? Because they're la- siding the, with the aggressor. They're siding with the aggressor. That's what they're doing. Those women who are bashing other women who when they see a woman that's been victimized and choose not to acknowledge that literally turn Mm -hmm. their head towards it and not help you they do the opposite it's not even like let me try to see if i can Mm -hmm. help you it's no i'm going to do everything in my power not to help you Mm -hmm. i mean and those women essentially they hate themselves and they're very insecure with themselves and there's a lot of their their things that they're reflecting and projecting on to you and other women um and maybe i mean but basically what they're doing is just they're siding with the aggressor <coughs> and they're siding with people and in, in the the masculine energy or force or whatever they think is empowered because that's where they do, do you think, think sometimes women when let's say some some of her so-called friends who turn against her do you think some of them were threatened by her so they're trying to blame her or punish her because she was a threat to them Wait, say that again? No, no, I mean, these women who turn against her, her mm-hmm. so-called friends and whatnot, mm-hmm. do you think part of the reason is because prior to the rape, maybe... They were she, jealous towards her. Her, or? and maybe she was no. threat to them. Maybe. So, that, that could, tarnishing, her, tarnishing her reputation. reputation. Part, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely inflicting hatred towards you, um, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, coming, it's coming from a place of insecurity denial Mm -hmm. and a way to yeah tarnish your reputation by not believing you i mean that's not very friend-like or sympathetic at all no so the i mean they definitely had issues within themselves that already were teeter-tottering on the the (laughs) verge of whether they were um fully trusting you or they you know they don't even trust themselves right well like i said the one they felt threatened by you for sure the one who um really had started you know the whole like cult heroin thing um i mean she's batshit crazy you can you could go and see her twitter page and see the nonsense she tweets and just be like wow this chick's totally nuts so women who perceive other women as threat as a threat that's the the, one of the number one ways 
to get that girl, what do they do is they try to tarnish their reputation. For sure. So they will call you a slut. They will do whatever they need to do. They'll make up stories. And they usually end up going with a masculine side because they want the masculine energy to to see you as something that's lesser too. So that girl then appears to look better and higher than you are status-wise. That makes sense. And wasn't there a case in Canada recently some girl killed herself because she was raped by three or four guys and no one believed their was she a teenager teenager yeah, yeah. I saw and, that. and yeah. these motherfuckers were spending horrible rumors about her yeah. you know and or in was it in ohio those two the ass- football yeah, yeah. And, and like look there's no way anyone could think that was consenting sex and these guys are literally carrying her like like there are two hunters just killed a pig and they're just dragging her out of the you know and they they had a footage and things like that and um, many many girls were angry with the victim because they're popular football players and blaming her and uh, just ruining her championship yeah yeah, 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 chances at being whatever champions so but but i think that's i mean thank you so much for coming on our show to talk about it and i mean i i feel very honored and privileged that you feel safe to do it here and i know you've known yoshi for a long time and yoshi's a really trustworthy and amazing guy and there's definitely not a bone in his body that would ever that would take advantage of anyone and their weaknesses so he's just so loving and I, i mean and thank you for just feeling that you can is, is there bring uh, that awareness to people out there that uh, stuff like this is do, happening. Do you want to tell people your uh, like Twitter account or something where they could contact <laughs> and, 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 No, to, to, to are you back? It. You're back on. Yeah, I'm back on. I started a new one. Um, I I was like Miss Cherry Freddy or Cherry Freddy Triple X or whatever, but now I'm just Cherry Freddy. Already spelled F E R R E T T I. That's your, but give me the exact Twitter account address. at Cherry Ferretti. Oh, okay. That's it. And we'll put it on our page. We need a how many how many followers do you have now? Like five thousand. Five thousand, and Almost you had fifty thousand. Six thousand. Let's follow her, people. Well, I just <laughs> I just got back on like a year ago, okay. so it's not too too bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah. really good. Um, but we'll we'll get you back up there. Yeah. No so <laughs> anyone listening to this show and like. You, you could offer to help her anyways or i don't need it i no. mean <laughs> you know if you want to follow me i tweet a lot yeah. of naked pictures <laughs> <So>. <laughs> there you go incentives yeah <laughs> you get a bonus um you know i i usually like keep people up to date on my twitter about yeah. all the fun stuff i'm doing because i do a lot of travel and i've been doing a lot of photo shoots even before i started like shooting cool. adult stuff again so um for those of you been a victim or need a help or um there's a great organization called rain which is uh, rape abuse incest and national network and um uh rain r-a-i-n-n dot org 1-800-656-HOPE 1-800-656-HOPE and um um yeah it's 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 it, it just um it's it's terrible because you know when, when when something like this happened and, and because you're such a sweet and decent person you're not going to take it out on your kids or on your mm-hmm. husband but believe me I mean I can't imagine if I was a woman who knows I would have been done terrible thing to others because I was so angry and stuff you know yeah. that these rapists of course Lily's right they're a fucking psychopath a sociopath they don't give a shit but the consequence is not just that one person you're ruining that one person's life and everyone that uh, 
love that person have mm. to you well, know the best revenge mm. is, is serious is you being healthy yeah. and and, and you, happy and, and happy yeah. exactly yeah. and, and I, it's so wonderful to see that and that you are living your life and so many women don't so yeah. i mean i think you're amazing and hopefully i don't know well, if you, you speak at any kind of like conference or maybe if you I were haven't. interested in doing that kind of work where you can maybe give back to <coughs> girl i mean absolutely i I mean like you know i said i can't remember what their actual name is but the jewish woman yeah center i know it's not bet shuva but there is a no i'm trying to remember what street it's on because i used to go there is it on the west side it's um Um, well i lived at like melrose and la brea and it Mm -hmm. wasn't that far from me melrose and la brea Jew, it's like a Jewish women's counseling yeah. place. Well, I mean, it's a Jewish women's center. They do a lot of stuff there, but uh-huh. they have, like, counseling there. That's one of the things they do. Cool. But, I mean, they help me so much. Like, I'm forever in debt with them. Oh. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, is there anything you would like to say to the men and women listening just about your experience and or just what you've learned or any kind of, like, thing you'd like to pass on? Just about my experience with what happened mm-hmm. or just, yeah or just anything oh, okay. that you've learned i mean I, I guess just the best thing to do is you know report it i know a lot of people are afraid because of repercussions yeah and, you know they're afraid of you know what people might think of them but it's best to report it and if not if for whatever reason that's not an option for you yeah um you know at least talk to somebody about it mm-hmm. so you don't feel alone because you do even when you are talking to someone about it for the longest time you feel alone you feel like there's no one there that you can trust mm-hmm. and it's really hard to like be happy again after something like that happens and and let's be frank you know we don't have the perfect legal system but it's better than most the rest of the world because mm-hmm. i just got back from afghanistan and this it's just horrendous but even if the police help you it's a traumatic because the the you know defense will question your integrity or just because you're in adult business and you know they just break your spirit down and the jury will start believing like well you're you're in adult business it doesn't matter if you're in adult business just because you fuck in front of the camera doesn't mean these guys right like you, you know, don't want to sleep with everybody and then it just I, I guess I'm very naive because when I talk to people about that stuff and how, how many times like people still think like that yeah. you know so you know you, you please call me anytime whenever you need anything and Always. Uh, <laughs> no seriously call me anytime and um i i i uh i like your husband he's he's been so supportive of you and um i i'm, I'm really am sorry because not you know i i i think it hasn't soured your opinion of a man you know you're a very sweet person but Thank you. yeah i was very upset and the, that guy should fucking dying a horrible death and um, <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm glad you still talk about it you know because yeah. um, it happened I believe you 100% believe you and um, yeah it really upset me and I I hope nothing but the best for you and your husband and you especially your kids you know and, you. and I know your husband's gonna do a great job raising those kids and oh, uh, yeah. prepare an them amazing father <laughs> prepare them for all the fucking weirdo guys mm-hmm there's all the, all the weirdo guys in this room right now so yeah <laughs> they're all here yes <laughs> good luck with your transition back into the adult film world thank you I'm and i hope it's it. just as therapeutic and 
makes you feel that much better about yourself <laughs> again because you deserve it and you deserve you. to be happy and i'm looking forward to it i am awesome. i'm a little nervous about tomorrow but i'm working with a good friend yeah. so it'll help really ease me back in the way yeah. that i need to be you know cool do you so. have a website that you want to put out there i don't have it up anymore <laughs> oh. but i did um i mean i own it again but um it's just cherryfreddy.com okay. but it's not up at this time it will be eventually. will be soon yeah. yeah okay i don't know when but it will be hopefully sooner than later <laughs> oh, but i mean if you follow me on twitter you'll know before i go <laughs> you did some voice work for something can you talk I, about no. that oh okay never mind never I mind can't talk about that all right um all right I guess it, uh, I guess I guess Ernie. Yeah, you could just talk about uh, the voices in your head. I, yeah, I guess you Ernie had to take that part, but Cherry, <laughs> thanks, and uh, we're gonna, you know, we'll, I'll see you, you before um, you leave again. And um, thanks for this. I know it's not easy, and believe me, I I had a mixed feeling about it. But <laughs> thanks, thanks for doing. Thank it. you so much. Because yeah, I, I, really I, 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 I really want people to get help when it happens, and um, I, I, you know, shame on you if you listen to this show. I hope you're open minded enough to like not tolerating that kind of shit because yeah. of fucking bullshit and not be discouraged yeah right keep going on mm-hmm. absolutely go, go girl. <laughs> all right thanks cherry well, and thank uh, i'll see you soon all right, thanks definitely.